Hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Poorly Educated Podcast. That nervous laughter. The podcast where billions of bastard bastards blow <laughs> boundaries by being bad, bad boys and basking in brimstone and bold, bright beginnings. All y'all big babies better build brain bridges between bodies and butter them buns for brain bugs, buttercup. It's the Beetle Boys Podcast, and I'm Barry Block, and across to me is Benjamin Bumchomper. We're, we're the Beetle Boys, and it's the Poorly Educated Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Poorly Educated. My name is Morgan. I'm Ian. Can you believe, Ian, that we're already 46 minutes into the episode? <laughs> I'm not Barry Block, a.k.a. the main character of, uh, of, of Barry. <laughs> Why do you look Fred at Ar- me? Is that his name? Fred Armisen? <laughs> no, it's not. It's Bill no, Hader. Bill Hader. <laughs> it was your reference. Yeah, I know. Ian's asleep this episode, but that's okay. Welcome to Poorly Educated, the only comedy science podcast that Ever. we know of. <laughs> which is a good thing. The show where we try to make dumb people smarter and smart people dumber, and we do so by not knowing which of those we are ourselves. And here we are. <laughs> Confused. Maybe a little bit sad on an evening. A little bit. A little bit. We're supposed to have Riley here tonight. What happened to that, Ian? He's dead. Yes. He's dead, guys. Straight went to his mom's house to eat. Um, Never ate. Mom fucking killed him. (laughs) Riley's mom's a killer. We'll go ahead and start things off here. Um, This is generally a show where we start out with some insanely mind-boggling topic, and today we do that same thing. Ian, I introduced a video game to you. That's right. I created a fun game. And you're going to like this game, I think. Or you're going to hate it, uh, and we're going to see. Do you remember the game that we made on our other podcast, Poorly, or Five Minute Geek? What game? What are you talking about? <laughs> so that's a no. <laughs> we have another podcast called Five Minute Geek. We made a very dangerous iMessage game <laughs> where you take one of your friend's phones and you can type a word it's into their a video spotlight. game. <laughs> well, I didn't say that's what this is. I... You said video game. You're not fucking listening to me. I said this is like I... this. I, I get no. I, I guarantee you said I got a video game. I did, and you. then I said this is something like that video game. Okay, so you're not you haven't got to the video game part of it yet. No, we're not there yet. Are you All with right. me? Are you? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> so we created this iMessage game where you spotlight a word in somebody's phone and see what hilarious, dumb, stupid things come up in their messages. Well, this is a game very similar to that. I call it the the personal attractiveness game. It's also not really a video game. <laughs> not at all. In something I've, I've realized, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day, and I, I thought, is it more important to me that I find myself attractive or that other people find themselves attractive? Where do you land on that spectrum? Well, you just... If, if it's a binary question, where do you land on that? Well, but it's not. What... <laughs> What are you doing over here, buddy? It's not a binary question. I said Nothing. if it is. But it's not. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? If it, if it is the thing that it's not, which it's not, though. So I can't I can't make a decision. I don't know. It's, uh, if it, is it... Ian's completely asleep more, this you episode, said, too. You said Shout that, out to episode 48, okay, no, also listen, episode. You said, is it more important to... Would it be me? more important to you if it, was, uh, if it were binary? If you could only have one. If you can only everyone's be... gonna say other people, but it's all that's to you. But whether if it, it's also important to have a sense of self worth, you just don't think it's as important as it is. Go ahead, go ahead on your topic, Ian. That's okay. 
What do you mean? Go, I'm, I'm saying go. We'll, we'll skip the whole thing. Go ahead. No, and we keep going. No, it's, was I'm, that not, I'm done with it. Go was ahead. that not a good answer? I'm, I'm done with it. Go ahead. Was that no? Was that not a good answer? Yeah, it was a horrible answer. That was why? A, because you're not playing the game. I just answered. No, you didn't. You yes, said huh? this is what a lot of other people would say, and then you didn't say anything else. It's important. Uh, yes, it's more this important episode, for other people way, to find you attractive. The, to everyone. We're, we're skipping it. We're not going back to it. This episode, by the way, brought to you by our good friends over at 42 Coffee. Thank you to our friends at 42 for sponsoring this episode. Ian, go ahead and take the roll. No. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess we don't have a podcast then, do we? Uh, there's another planet in the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> they always think there is, and there never is. But, but there is. But there is. Well, there's a new dwarf planet spotted at the very fringe of our solar system. It's like... Way farther out than anything. But, like, if it's, like, in another thing's gravity, how do they know it doesn't fall to us? <laughs> what do you mean it's in another thing's gravity? It's like that thing you said about the two... So I was a genius, is what you're saying? No. But the two, uh... And what's the word? Ah, the airs. You're you're making the craziest hand motion I've ever seen. <laughs> the air, you said it last episode. The, uh, oh, the airs, the atmosphere. Atmosphere. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word atmosphere. <laughs> it's like that thing you said. He, he literally clapped and then moved his hands the reverse direction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stu, when things, if something's like, it's it's in our sun's orbit. Okay, it's, right? it's orbiting our sun. But it's also... Because it's being pulled by something else, not just like... It's like how the asteroids in between Jupiter don't... I mean, they do come and hit us. But, like, because Jupiter is so big, it's keeping them, like, kind of far away. <laughs> uh, so, what, what you're saying at a, at a very basic level is that every, every planetary body within a solar system is going to orbit the... Uh, it, what is it? it? It'll orbit the most dense body of matter? The most What's that measurement? Most mass. The thing that has the most mass, it's going to orbit that. So everything is theoretically orbiting that, but it's also orbiting other things, like other things with gravitational fields with large yeah, amounts of mass. Yeah, they influence. They, like, change the direction. Yeah, that, that's why, uh, so, like, Earth orbits the sun, but the sun isn't, the most dense thing in the universe. The sun also has an orbital path of its own. It's, just it's not us. just sitting there in one place at the same time. Everything's influenced. Yeah, I mean, everything's just being, just like pushing and moving everything else. And like, it's like the moon. That's why it doesn't like come hit us. Because it's still spinning. Right, well, there's other reasons. That's it's not why. Spinning around. That's not why. That's absolutely not. Yeah. Because it's... <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. It's like the, it's inertia is keeping it going. And then it's just going to fly off. <laughs> From its from its initial movement, it's like still got that inertia from whatever put it there. To be clear, its rotation is not. It's absolutely not the reason that it isn't going to hit. Its rotation around us is. It's orbit. It's orbit around us. Okay. Yeah. I didn't say rotation initially, did I? Well, it's rotating around. It's orbiting around us, but I didn't say its rotation. I said it rotating. Can you can you can you tell we're not getting along well today? What's funny? You and I were, were laughing. I gave and a we were, perfectly good answer to that one question. You did not. Let's go back to it. I gave it. No, 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 no. Let's, you, let's go back to it. You, you, have to, you get to decide whenever we leave and come back to topics. Go ahead. Is there a small amount of... You want to talk about what you just said? What? Uh, that was a pretty direct question. 
Yeah. So you do? Do what? Want to talk about what we just fucking said? What I just said is that you like you were like now we're not talking about this anymore and now yeah because now you were being a horrible guest on the podcast. I gave up my answer. You didn't. No, you keep didn't. going. I asked you a question that had it was two stimulating. answers. I asked it you a question that had two answers and you did not give either answer. It didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. It didn't have two answers. It wasn't. I, was, I, I, I was said specifically it was binary. I was just That's clarifying. That's what that means. It's not binary, though. I said in a world there it is. Like, you've never on that this fucking podcast. That no, 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 no. doesn't mean like anything. Like, you've never on this podcast popped a hypothetical question as if things aren't as they are. That's literally all we do on the show. But that's not, like, that's a, that's, yeah, there's a different not. in between, like, I, I was confused. You weren't saying that the, like, the answer isn't binary. Like, it's just weird. I, I was just saying... Personally, like I, I think that it was continuing upon that answer. It wasn't negating that answer. I was saying that everyone, like, thinks. I think everyone would say that uh, it's more important to them that other people think so. But unconsciously, like, it's important. It's just as important for you to think you're attractive. Cool. That's, that's relevant. That's though. not an. It is relevant. I'm answering your question. No, you. I. I ask you subjectively. Subjectively, if you had to pick a binary decision, what you subjectively would pick? If, yeah, but what's important to me, like, subjectively, like what I think, whatever, what I think is important is looks, but I, but I also recognize that that's not necessarily a hundred percent. Is I, what? <laughs> Confusing myself. Like I think and that I else. think that other people thinking I'm attractive is more important, but I also recognize that that's a blindness to how effective your own perception of yourself is. Like I'm like like I am recognizing that I'm wrong. I I think both of those things. My thoughts are never binary. Things are conflicting and they're allowed to be. Which is why I said if you had if it had to be binary. And I'm saying I'm having trouble like p- uh, having a binary thought on something that isn't binary. It's it's all right, guys. We uh we I can't we tried decide. to have a fun podcast All I'm saying today. Is that we I tried to not de- fight. I couldn't decide an answer. Am I not allowed to like be conflicting on my thoughts? No, that's to be clear. I'm saying no that you are allowed, not that no you're not. Well, then that's to be my answer. I don't, it's it's a difficult answer. It's not. I don't, I can't fathom a world where that's a binary answer. And I can't pick a binary answer. Uh, I, I'm going to go through uh, the, the podcast this weekend and find every unfathomable hypothetical that you've tossed into the air. You could have been confused about it. I would allow you to be that. <laughs> allow me to fucking not, like, be able to, like, it's, it's, things are allowed to have complex answers. I wasn't just going to give a yes or no. Because I, that didn't seem true to me. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Again, reminding you guys, this podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at 4-2 for a fast coffee energy boost available whenever you are. Ready to drink coffee, you could just pop the top, peel seal, and shoot it back for a quick pick-me-up anytime, right? We're talking 4-2 delicious coffee-based energy shots. This is high energy. This is cold brew. This is made with more beans, brewed longer to extract extra caffeine from fair trade Colombian coffee. Plus, it's organic, right? For a delicious and smooth effect, they use only natural ingredients to give you the energy boost you need from concentrated coffee. You're gonna have a more convenient way to start your day. Look, if you wanna be more productive, if you wanna keep going positively, if you wanna stay fueled all day long, check out 42 
coffee.com. That is F-O-R-T-O coffee.com. Use our code DRIVE20 for 20% off so you can stay just as feisty as we fucking are in this show. Thanks again to 42 for sponsoring our podcast. Again, that code is DRIVE20 for 20% off. Yeah, I'll, I'll move on to something else here. Um, here's, here's some. This is another another interesting thing. And this is a hypothetical. I want you to just know ahead of time. I don't want to cause any drama. Oh uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> if there were, I, I honestly I expected this one to be the one that we thought about. If there were a human guitar, but it could speak, which <laughs> part mean? of the song? would it sing along with the lyrics or the chords? What? <laughs> if it's a guitar. No, but it's a human guitar. It's a hybrid, like a like half human, half guitar. And it has chords on its belly, but it, it also has the ability to speak human words. Do you think it would more often sing along to the lyrics in, in a song, or do you think it would more often play along to the chords? Or I guess it could do both. It, I guess but let's assume. Just because you're identifying it as a guitar, human guitar, and not just a human. Then it's singing the chords because guitars don't sing lyrics. But it's guitars a person play lyrics. It's a personified guitar with a human mouth capable of speaking. Personified English. guitar. All right, it's a human with fucking strings on its chest. So, but but yeah, but like, if you said it was like a personified bass drum, if it was a human bass drum, it would be going dum 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 dum. So the first the first thing that I not, said not singing the lyrics, which is not what a bass drum does. The first thing that I said was it was a human guitar hybrid. That was the first thing that I said. Okay. Meaning that it has equal capability in either direction, not that it's this version of one thing or this version of another thing. It's a, it's a hybrid with equal ability. See, see how we're actually like discussing this though, because like hypotheticals are complex and deserve being discussed. <laughs> if anyone wants to listen to the beginning of the episode, where. Ian thinks he was a lot more, uh, a, a, a lot more. Uh, you, it's almost like you were mad at the question. Like you were, you were mad at the the idea that I wanted you to think about it in a binary way, and you like were like, yeah, reluctant at the idea. But that we didn't even get to the part of the conversation that we were going to get to. It was supposed to be a quick question, like yes or no, and then beyond the other thing, like. If, if I'm you sorry had to that really it wasn't, I couldn't, was, I couldn't, like, it, I'm sorry that it wasn't that, like, I couldn't think of it being that binary. I'm not, I'm not still mad about um, it, buddy, it's behind us. Um, but, yeah, no, if it, because you're classifying it as, like, a guitar as well, because humans can both do what a guitar can do and sing the lyrics, but a guitar just, like, adds on to the what a guitar can do. See what I'm saying? Like, both things can do what a guitar can do. Only one of them can do the lyrics. So whichever there's more of, which is a thing that they both can do, that's what it's gonna do. So let, let's let's make it more simple. There is a there's let's put it on a third thing. There's a mouth, and there's the the guitar, and they're put onto a third blob, but it's none of the human parts of the mouth. It's not I a, just don't <laughs> understand the hypothetical. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. I can't imagine that. That's all right. That's okay, buddy. Thank you. This train wreck of an episode again is brought to you by our good friends over at 42 Coffee. 42. 
can can I can I mention what this is super funny. So it's October 12th, 2018. You and I have been friends for about 5 years now. Is that is that about right? Probably 5 6 yeah. years. This is literally the worst we've ever gotten along <laughs> in our entire friend <laughs> ever. Not a single moment have we ever gotten along worse than we are right now. No, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it is fine. We're recover. We disagree. We'll come back for an episode 54. Yeah, we disagree. You should, you know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for you to listen to the beginning of this episode when yeah, it comes out. I don't want to listen to it. You're, you're, this coming from the guy who's been for 10 minutes trying to plug in a 3.5 jack into the bottom of his iPhone 7. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's obviously not going to fit, buddy. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing with it. Let's, yeah, no, we, we obviously can't move on until we've settled things. Let's settle things, okay? I think Let's we fix have. this between us because it's obviously I, not fixed. I think We're we both have. still mad at each other. I'm not mad at you at all. You're frustrated with me. No, I, just, I feel bad. For? Making the podcast worse. What? I, don't, I never have anger. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just like... <laughs> here's here's a, a unique opportunity right now. I think you and I just aren't driving well in general. Here here's what happened right before we went to the podcast. Ian went to the bathroom, and we had five minutes separate from each other. <laughs> Ian and I have this thing where we have to acclimate to each other. The first twenty minutes of us hanging out in any level for our entire friendship is always just kind of <laughs> weird, and then it hits. Fifteen to twenty minutes in, it hits. Everything's fine. But let's go back to it. <laughs> let's go back to the moment. The frustrating part to me, so I, I've got this very fun game. I mean, super excited to talk. I was, I was having this conversation with Riley. Riley thought it was interesting. Um, the idea, the game, so that you can have a little bit more context around everything, the personal attractiveness game. So on a scale from one to 10, you have to decide. <laughs> all right, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot all at once. But let's say that your attractiveness can be pegged at a one to 10 level. We have to describe a couple different things. Okay. Uh, but your attractiveness, it's, it's two, ver- two variants. So there's how you perceive your attractiveness and then how the general populace perceives it. And they're two separate scales. And whatever the point on one scale, it's the opposite point on the other scale, right? So if you were to choose that you would prefer to be a 10 on how you perceive yourself to, to be attractive, right? Yeah, but then it's that a would zero. mean you're a, a zero to the general populace and all the way through. So, like, if you choose five, you think you're like a middle of the run uh, kind of guy, but the general populace sees you as a middle of the run. What I was going to ask is if, the, beyond the silly question that we got stumped on, where where do you see the range that you make that decision? Oh, uh, why did you ask the initial? Why didn't you just ask it like that? Because that's not binary at all. It's a one to ten scale. Exactly. That's, that's why I was mad at you. Because well, then why did you initially ask the thing? Because why'd you, why'd you fail force it to be binary when it's not binary? The hypothetical isn't binary. It's interesting to see how somebody feels without knowing the other part of it. It's well, just what an was your interesting initial question. <laughs> what's more? What's more important to me? No, I I said if you had to to pick if you were attractive or if the general populace thinks that you're attractive. That wasn't, and you the, can only that wasn't pick how you phrased the initial. You said what's more important. What's more important and if you had to pick both have the same intentions though. They may be a different question, but they're they're barely different in intention. What's more important if Because if, if I'm asking if I'm asking you a subjective being... question that's like very specific to you, then what's more important just means what would you choose ultimately, you know? What's 
being whether like you find yourself attractive or whether the rest of the world finds you attractive because the reason i got mad at you was because you took something that was subjective to you and you you applied it objective to like the average person and which was a really positive message but it's also objective to me too like i can't i sometimes i have it i have trouble looking at things in like that subjective when i don't have a very strong opinion on something and i'm trying to work something out it's like my natural brain response to like like object like try to see it for what it is outside of myself and it's like just like a natural thing that my brain does and i didn't have a strong opinion on it and i was trying to figure it out what my answer would be and then you were like pushing me to have a quick answer which i just didn't have i was trying to figure it out the good news i was trying to like discuss it to help work it out in my head because i didn't know there was more to that question i figured that was just a question i said it was a game yeah, I know. In I, all didn't, fairness. I didn't really get it. <laughs> what What is your thought on the thing that I I threw at you a minute ago? The game, the scale. Uh, what What's so? No, what's I I guess beyond like what's important to you, where Where on that scale do you pick your number? Where like where do you pick one number and then we'll know the number for the other thing? Like you choose your personal attractiveness, and then you know so whatever I think you I'm choose like, uh, is going to be the opposite. But don't they influence each other? Like, I think I'm ugly as shit, but if everyone else thinks I'm uh, super attractive, then I'm not going to think I'm ugly. But I, th- I, think, I think it does kind of play into it. Because I've had, I've had moments where I've been, like, complimented and didn't see it. Like, ha- haven't you had somebody, like, ever say something nice about you that you just, like, weren't? Yeah. For some reason, I don't think I'm, a, I'm like that as much as other people, like... Because you're a straight I, ten. Well, no, because that's the I, problem. I, I don't, is so pretty that he no, can't imagine. I don't world. think because I don't think I'm like really attractive at all. But I don't fight. I, I don't like. There's no sense in like fighting it if someone gives you a compliment. Just like be like, <laughs> no, oh, cheers, thanks. Damn it, get away from me. Like I don't think I'm attractive, but I don't like. I don't. I don't waste my mental space actively thinking I'm unattractive because it's not going to help me. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But what what would you? That's the answer to a different question, though. Uh, let, me, let me walk you through me. Fire. <laughs> you just threw something. It's because okay. I don't really have you care. Don't, you don't have to answer it. We're, we're not going to fight about it. That, I think what's funny, I think all of our fights, you've we've never had a fight about something you've cared about. Any of our fights have always just been me wanting you to care about something, but you not caring about it. Eh, not really. Like... No, it's uh, when something is really really makes like free will and stuff. Would you consider that a fight? Nah, no, we, no, we were just debating. Yeah, because exactly. I, I think there's a, there's a line between fight. It, it, we yeah, broke it, it today. Was, we fought today. Yeah, we I, debated yeah. the other day. Yeah, that was a debate that got heated. It at the point for like the it, second episode when I was, when we were really annoyed as well. Yeah, definitely into it. <laughs> We've had some really upset. You know what's what's also funny. Um, the other episode, and I, I don't think that we explained this. I, I think that this is important. You were running on no sleep for like two days for that episode. Yeah. No, I hated. I hate that. I, I feel like I Did felt you like listen I to shit. It? No, I couldn't get. I, I, <laughs> I, I tried to. It wasn't a bad episode. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like, I just none of the things or thing or like responses I would say if I had had sleep and were like my brain was functioning, like it just like I didn't feel like myself. <laughs> And I exploited every second of that. That's that. That's one of the things. One sec. So we're gonna we're gonna go on break and we're gonna be right back. Hey, sorry, our office dog was shot. <laughs> well, that's sad. <laughs> um, but but you, so you didn't have you didn't have sleep that day. I think 
one of my issues, I'm going to concede to a personal problem here. You ready for this? Um, I'm not good. I, I'm only good at communicating with people in the way that I know them to be generally. So if somebody's having like an off day or something, or maybe if somebody is even having trouble saying what they want to say, I'm not good at giving them space to allow them to do that. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, cause like you're an insanely smart guy who's always, I mean, you're, you're, you're way smarter than, than me in every way. That's not true. I mean, no. it definitely is, but definitely not. crazy person. Are we? Let's fight. Let's is fight this compliment. the second fight in the world? <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Did you hear that the Conor McGregor fight ended with this? No, you're yeah. fucking smarter, dude. <laughs> you, you have, I, I can't believe we're doing it. You have such a larger capacity to understand situations than I do. You're so, you're infinitely more patient. It's just different, it's different, it's different, like, parts of the brain, though, because you're good at, like, the, like, analysis, and all, or, like, the, like, I don't know, like, the, like, the manual, like, under, like, working things out, and, like, like, I don't know. I've got the, like the analysis part of it. I've got the black part of the brain. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people always told me when I was younger, at least. Um, I think that what, what, what we will do is we're going to make sure, and this is a promise, this won't be the last fight probably on an episode, but we will work through everything. And today, we're 25 minutes in. We're going to promise this. I hope you're ready. Uh, this is going to be a three-hour episode. Are you no. ready? <laughs> so we're gonna move on because now we're getting along. Wait, now let's, things are good. What are? I'm, no, I'm curious now. I'm trying to think of our other fights that we've had, <laughs> and then trying to find out what the basis around them are. Because I mean, we had like <laughs> the lost argument, which we've talked about on the show. We've like you conceded to. I don't know. Or no, we I, have, we we, under- I, I, I think, and I don't. We, we both say this. So we had an argument about. Uh, the Lost TV show, which we'll explain more more in detail in a moment. You, yeah. But you say that I, I conceded. You didn't concede. But, but what, what, you say that I'm bringing up a different point that I initially yeah, argued. What I th- and I don't agree with that. We've stopped fighting about it, but yeah. I, I don't think that's true. And there's just no way we can get validation on that. I mean, there is. It's recorded. Let's listen to it. I'm like one of the first Drive-By Dogs podcasts. What, what, what's, what, you want to talk about the yeah. fight? It's, it has, actually doesn't really have anything to do with the show Lost. It's actually about Supernatural, <laughs> believe it or not. All right, so the way I understand it, uh, Morgan once made a statement that he wishes he could wipe his memory, like, w- like forget that he ever watched Lost, and then watch it again. Uh, I'll, I'll say so the statement I made, and then you okay. can say your thing. That's okay. That way I'm getting me right, and you're getting you right, and we're responsible for each other. Because right now you're fucking me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm, I'm only being mainly aggressive, so don't, don't worry about that. We, I watched the show Lost, not with Ian, but uh, with Ian in mind. He uh-huh. introduced me to Lost, and I would come to school back in high school every week, and I'd tell him about what I had seen, and then we'd talk, and it'd be a really fun time. When I was getting to the end of the show, it was the first drama that I ever watched, and I was getting really like sentimental and realizing that I'll never feel these things that I felt going through it on second, third, and fourth watch-throughs of the show. It's diminishing returns the more you yeah, Especially with something. it being like a mystery. Yeah, like, definitely. You like, know what's going to happen, kind of. So I made a comment that 
if I actually went beyond making a comment. I had a piece of paper hanging in my in my bedroom when I was a child that said to my to my mom, if I get amnesia, uh, <laughs> to show me lost before the full recovery happens. <laughs> because if I had the the opportunity to relive lost, then that would be a really special thing. It would be cool to go through that same thing twice. To which Ian responded. Uh, that I don't think there's any valid reason to want that because to him it's going to be the first time he's watched it and he's already had that experience. So it's not going to be it's, he's not going to be like, "Oh, this is great. I'm getting to watch this a second time and it's fresh to me." Because to him he's just like, "I'm watching this for the first time," which he's that experience is one he's already had. So there's no valid reason because then as soon as he does it a second time, then he's gonna be like, "Oh, I, I wish I could, like, I, could, I wish I could rewatch it again." So I'm he's gonna be in the, again, he's gonna be in the this. exact same state state of mind he's in right now. So it's just gonna be a normal cycle of that. But there's no to which I retorted. I'm I'm gonna quit all the commentary <laughs> because I'm still mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it you're, you're saying that. Basically, it doesn't matter because I'll always want it. Like, that hunger will never be satisfied, and it never matters. And well, you'll never know that it's being satisfied. That, isn't, that doesn't matter at all. What it, it does, because all you are is your conscious thoughts and memories. It's like, what, it, all, like I, Here's an example. I, if there's something that I want, right? There, there's two situations. Let's say an overseer of sorts, like a lord or a god... A, a, a tall man, <laughs> he he gets to witness my life. If he is looking at my life where I got to do the thing that I wanted one time versus the thing that I wanted to do several times, regardless of how I feel, he would say that I had a better life though the time I got to do it more. But sometimes you got to zoom out from the person. So now you're, but then that's kind of making it based on the fact if there's a God. No, not, not on the fact that there's a God. If it, Let's say if it wasn't this, if it was he would violent. say that, but you wouldn't, and you, so so the what about experience this? isn't worthwhile to you. It is, as a conscious being, it is not worthwhile to you. For you're, like, it's like you you're saying that, that you have to be conscious of something positive for it to be positive. That's not true. To be positive to you, no, it, it, absolutely. It's like saying that aren't subliminal effects or. Um, Subliminal isn't the right word. The indirect effects that can that can make your life better. Like if you have to know exactly how everything positive in your life is affecting you, or else it isn't affecting you possibly. Things indirectly affect you in really positive ways. Yes, but it's without not, you having any clue what yes, it's doing. But that's happening once, and then that happened. Like if you, it's like it's already affecting you positive. You getting rid of that effect in in your mind. You're, you're erasing all those traces of the positivity it's left on your life by saying you're getting rid of the experience of watching it. You know what I mean? So here's an... So like all those positive effects it left on your memory, like any like... Like you saying you're getting rid of... Like that you had never... Like getting rid of any experience of you watching it is getting rid of those things in your mind and then just putting it back. With your thoughts on free will and your thoughts on this... Do you think someone with amnesia is a new guy? Like, I get amnesia, I forget everything about my life. Am I a new Subjectively person? to you, yes. So I'm a, a completely new guy? 
subjectively to you, like you in your, in your mind, you don't you understand on that statement. In, in other people might have memories of you. Other people know who you were in the past, and you've had an effect on the world externally. Mm-hmm. But internally, you do not like if you don't remember anything about yourself and like have no recollection of a life. To you, as a conscious being, didn't live it. But even though objectively in the world you did, subjectively as a being you did not. It, it's a it, it's a mistake that Ian makes when he's when he's going over this part of the argument where he thinks that uh, you have to remember consciously doing something to have done it, even if so you forget in your mind. something. No, you don't. It, it you and I know. I'm not saying physically in the world it didn't happen. I'm saying subjectively in your mind it didn't. If you get rid of those that like those neurons that have that me- memory data stored in it, if those are removed, they're not in your brain anymore. And the, like it's so we're both forgetful people. You've forgotten a lot of things, I'm sure, in, in, in your life. Are you saying that you haven't done those things, even though you know? I, I have done them have? in the world, they, but but your statement about lost is saying that. It's worthwhile for your mental, for your mind to go through that experience, which it's not because it already has. <laughs> this is insane. It is insane it's how not, much I, I hate th- you. I think I, 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 for, subjective we've talked to you to a lot in of this. People, I think subjective to you in this sense is a meaningless statement because there is absolutely nothing that exists in that way. It is. That's what con- like that's what subject subjectivity like is. It's within you. Even, uh, it's I'm your not... subjective experience of, of something. It's how you recollect it, how you how you remember it, and how you perceive it. Be- Objectively, beyond... in the world, it has does have an effect. Clearly, Be- beyond what you're saying right now, because it's it's insane. We, we, <laughs> we can disprove what you're saying, uh, even on a on a deeper level. If I enjoy it, right? Let's say it's a completely new me. I'm a, I'm a new guy, and I enjoy watching Lost, and that's my second time watching or my tenth time, or it doesn't matter, right? Then that me benefited from it. Beyond even that argument that, that you and I were just having, if I would have enjoyed watching it for the first time, which I, if it's me, I'm always going to enjoy watching it, that me benefited from it. Once. It doesn't matter how many times. He benefited it, it, it from does, the action. Does, yes. Okay. What does that have to do? You, that's, that's exactly your, what I fucking said. How is you, that different? You benefit from you benefited you benefited from it. From uh-huh. it. Then that is that benefit is gone. Is erased from you. Uh-huh. That new you did not benefit from it. Yes, he did because he not yet it. until he watches it again. The the situation doesn't exist until he watches it again. Th- then all right, then he's benefited from it once. It doesn't matter. So there's how no many benefit times. from doing it again, is and that's what you said. There, there is a literally from. is, though. You just said there's a benefit there from it. If there's a benefit you, from it once, not in your mind. If there's a benefit from it once, and then the, again, there's a benefit from it once. That's simple fucking math. It not subjectively in your mind. No, there's only a benefit from it once ever. When you're only going through it once, mentally, there's only you're only going getting those positive experiences once. Ian thinks that um, I think I think most I think like most like neuroscientists or just like like will agree with me and like most people who have a perception of like subjective mind over just like objective experience. What what is absolutely insane about this is there's that only a lasting effect once that you think 
that when I when I made the initial argument, right, uh, I meant that I would erase my memory, watch Lost again, and the part of it that would matter to me would be, oh, sweet, I got to watch it again. That's the most insane part of this, is that you think when I make the statement that I want to rewatch Lost and erase my memory, that the goal end result is fucking sweet. I watched I, it no, again. No, I don't think there is, should be a goal end result. I'm like, saying there isn't. No, but there's a reason you want to do that. And I don't think that reason makes any sense. You, so here's an example. You, you made this comment two or three episodes ago on this show. Uh, you, I, I wish I knew the exact phrasing, but I, I, trust me, I'm going to scour the episodes tonight or tomorrow. Uh, about instead of Lost, replace it with a scenario with like emotional uh, like love or something. Like re- replace it with instead of watching Lost again, you can go through a relationship again. Um, yes. And you made the exact same statement I made about the law statement with that, and it was meaningful, relevant to that. Do you, I, I don't know what it could possibly be. It's like... It was, it was about going through a, uh, like a, a type of relationship, whether it be a friendship or, or whatever, and wanting to do it again. Like, have your memory erased and do it. I guess like you didn't specifically... Kind of. You didn't specifically say memory erased. I'm going to be fair and say that. But the situation that you leveraged was so incredibly similar. And I'm asking you, I guess, is that different because one other person is involved? So it can't be entirely subjective to you? Like, is that why... Also, if I didn't say memory erase, that's not this argument. Like, I think that's that's the problem that I, like, have with it is that there's no, like, mental data still stored in your mind from the initial experience. And then you're just putting it back. So that's just an... it, It can proceed in an endless loop that way and there's no like actual gain from it there's just subtract and then plus subtract and then plus there's not plus 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 <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna concede you the the point that i don't think it's a life-changing thing and i don't think it's something so positive that it's it's blaringly whatever but i don't think there's a situation where it's actual subtraction you got, you got to think about when you take, like, a memory away. It's not like you're necessarily losing anything. You're, you're, you're just... So right, right now, one, one thing that's happening with the, the stock markets. There is a Facebook stock conversation going on about how it's lost 30% of its market share since April of this year. Which sounds crazy, but that's not true. That's not how it happened. They've lost... The, Facebook grows so exponentially they've lost the amount of growth they've had since April of this year. And that growth just happened to be 30% of what they were in, in, in its entirety. So the closest thing you can say to loss is to, like, the person that you already are. It's not like... It, it's not loss in a way that you're actually losing something. It's it's The, the closest version of loss is that... It's your life without but that's, that. That's, I think that's like nullifying how complex memory is as a concept. Like that is data that's being that's stored in the brain, and you getting rid of that memory would be take it would be removing that data from your brain. Right. That data from that experience. So I think that that is loss. You watched, you watched Monk. You talked to me a lot. About <laughs> I like Monk. Monk. <laughs> if. If you didn't watch Monk, I don't. 
I, I guess I don't consider it loss unless there's a significant butterfly effect. Like, your, your, your life would be exactly what it is now. Monk maybe added some entertainment, but I, it didn't change the exterior of life in any significant way. It was just an entertaining thing. When I say I want to watch Lost, it's not like I had this gigantic emotional connection with Lost. It was a show that I found entertaining. It's not something that inspired me to be anything. It's not something that inspired me to do anything different with my life. It was something that I was entertained with. So that's even less impact on the objective world, like like, the, the, like reality, everything else that's physical anyway, which is also not really what the focus is. It's a focus of your like mind and you personally. Pretending that you had just, let's just say you watch Lost in a room, mm -hmm. confined to a cell, finish Lost, and then this procedure happened. That's, you're never going to know that you, like, that it's the second time you've watched it. So you're just going through this over and over again, uh, in a, forever in a room. And by the end of that experience, you're always going to want it again, even though you don't, even though you, with no, like... But no idea that you've already gone through it. The statement that you made, which was eternal sunshine, like you didn't say the memory thing, but it was cyclical in that same way that you just talked about. It was that, uh, I, I really wish I had the statement because I hate yeah. arguments like this. Yeah, I know. I do it a lot too. Uh, but it, it, was, it was cyclical in, in the sense of like being able to go through the same thing multiple times, knowing that you wouldn't have the, the, the memory or the knowledge. Because even if we didn't say memory erased, there's an implied level of memory erasing, at least to some extent. I, I just don't get why it's it's valid in that in that scenario, but not in this. Well, I don't know what that scenario is, so I can't really speak for that. Uh, like, I don't know. I th I think, like, looking at Eternal Sunshine, basically, he, they if you haven't seen Eternal Sunshine, they don't like, watch it. Horribly. Get their memories <laughs> erased of each other. Uh, the two people that are dating, J Jim Carrey and his girlfriend, go through a breakup, and there's a, there's a service where you can pay to get your memory wiped of the person, like your ex. And then... and But, okay. So, all right. Look at it like this. So, I think what you're speaking to is what happens in that movie where uh, there is something magical that still remains on the basis of, like, their love. Like, they continue... They're still compelled to find each other again, even after they get their memories erased. They, like, there's something mystical there where, like, with their love, where they're like, I, uh, like, they don't have any memory of them ever, like, dating, but there's something in the, like, in their love that connects them that pulls them back together every single time after that. Nope. That's not what you're speaking to. I think, well, I think that's, like, if that was never in the movie, that would be a perfect example of what I'm speaking of. If they never like found each other afterwards, like it's the initial statement that I made was that it was something that I would like to do it, like to do. And the reason that I would like to do it is because it would be fun. I I, I think that the the biggest problem is that you're examining it at a much deeper level than I am. Regardless of anything, if it let, let's at least agree on that, right? If it's something that I like to do, I would want to do it because I had fun doing it. And every example of XYZ, I would be having fun doing it. Can we at least agree on that basis? So I wouldn't have fun watching Lost. I not you, like as a, as a being that you are right now, having already watched Lost. You would watch Lost right now 
you, you wouldn't have the. I guess like, we can't say fun because like the same exact experience. You know what I mean? Which is what you want to have. You want to have the fresh experience. Yeah. So you, as who you are right now, would not have fun. Would not have that same experience watching it again. So in order to get, to have that experience again, you uh, have to remove the initial experience and then fill it in with another experience of you watching it. I've got to watch Monk. That's <laughs> we got to fill it in with Monk. That's how. I, so I, think, I don't think you, as the per, as the human you are right now, with all of your memories in the state that they are, no, you would not have that same experience. Our, our biggest disagreement is, I, I guess that statement makes it clear, is what makes you you. And yeah, I, and I think that's yeah. that's also like where we like disagree on, disagree free, will on free will. Yeah, like yeah, I like I think you are. Consciously, just the observer of your, of life. You're just observing what happens to you. Like, where, where I think, uh, like like most people now, that we do have control over our actions and we we are. But capable like, it's of, like you wouldn't say that like your heartbeat is something you like actively like control because there aren't nerves there. Like I, it it does it. I mean, you do it. That's you. Right, but no, a, a human couldn't possibly in any universe be trained to stop his heartbeat. There's just no... There's you can breathe. Breathing is, is unconscious, but then you can... Right, but I can breathe. Can not That's breathe. A fantastic example. I have nerve-based control of my diaphragm. That just, I'm just saying that's a stupid way to stop what you were saying. You were saying something positive. That's just not... There, there's nothing on the heart that does that where there is brain control. There's no connection between the heart and your brain. But I think there's just as little connection between uh, your like what what you see as making the choices and the thoughts that arise to you. I think it, like thoughts are created somewhere else in the brain, and then it it seems like you author them. Like they're they're like it's like you're an observer of these things, and then like a thought just appears. Like you can't control. In order to really think, your like choose what your next thought is. You mm. would have to think a thought before you think it. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like they basically appear, and I. Think why would you explain that sentence you just said? You would have to think a thought. If you had why, to, why would that have to be the way? Because that's you. If you wanted to choose your next thought, that's what you would have to do. But it's not. Isn't it not about choosing the thought? It's about choosing to think. You don't choose to think either, as long as you're a conscious being. You're not choosing that. You choose the level that you think at, definitely. I mean, you, you definitely not choose really. how much effort you put into thinking, absolutely. You, you know. can, uh, you can, yes, but, like, there's no, con you don't, like, that thought to put in that effort is not one that you choose. Okay, so explain to me this. Where does that, when you say that thought to put in that effort, why do you call that a thought? I'm curious about that. It's, well, it's like an impulse and it's just something that like arises in the brain and is like thrown in front of your consciousness for you to like observe and then like make actions on. Like you can do what you decide to do, but you don't decide what you decide to do. See, Im impulse is a good word for it. That That's how I view it, where you decide to you send an you impulse. You didn't decide, you don't decide to send an impulse. If you have an impulse to like have sex with a child, you didn't choose to have that. All right, well, let's keep, let's keep, uh, let's <laughs> that keep was a really awful example. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like, you, I don't think you, that's you, a really awful example. You of course wouldn't choose to have sex with a child. You do it because you love it. <laughs> Jesus. No, you were like, meant to, destined. But yeah, I don't think you're choosing an impulse and sending it to your brain. Like, but you can though, right? It, like admit that. I think you can do things that that steer 
the the possibility of those thoughts in a certain direction. But there are things that have 100% success. If I choose to think, I 100% of the time can think. But you don't choose those thoughts. I and the 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 thought of like, oh, all right, I'm going to choose to think right now. That also wasn't one that you like manufactured. It's just one that your brain, you, then see that's the difference. Is like that's like, I think your brain constructs these things and then presents them to you as a conscious observer of those thoughts. I'm just curious about. So there's this there's this separate level where. So you, you explain the scientific way that things happen, impulses and neurons and, and everything, and how thought processes work, how thought processes lead to decision-making and then actions based on that. But then after that, you'll just toss out that something else makes it do that. What, like, when, when you say that, what, what makes you think that? The, the second intermediary part that makes you do it what what you call i guess the brain i think that's just observing yourself subjectively like if i look in at myself and really try to focus on my thoughts and where they're coming from that's how we can like perceive that i think it's not something like that we can really like physically observe but i think it is a widely accepted uh definition of the self from uh, like scientists and like neuroscientists i don't think that's outside of the realm of science and i think even if you do look at it not subjectively, objectively in science, there's also like things are either deterministic where like I, like uh, like Isaac like Newton can mm-hmm. with, like with a set of equations theoretically tell you exactly how things are going to be in the future, right? Like the like with that's what physics are like you can like see the state of one thing in the universe and then with physics with like the equations that we've figured out you can figure out exactly how it's going to be 10 minutes from now or a year from now right that's do you recognize that's what like physics are i i yeah, so that I in that way it's like deterministic but even like not looking at that looking at things like in uh, uh quantum physics like that kind of tells us that not really the best we can do is show figure out the probability that things are going to that things are going to be how they are and I think in either of those stances, there's no room for human intervention there because there's not like, like in, in, in the laws of physics, that is, things are either deterministic or they're random. And there's no room for human intervention in either of those. This, but there, there absolutely is. You, the, the part that you keep calling non-human, the part that you keep calling non-you, is the, the catalyzer, right? The, the, the catalytic portion of this that starts whatever the end result becomes, whether the end result is a thought or an action or a series of decision-making X, Y, Z. Talk to me about if it's non-human. Talk, talk to me about that catalyzer. Like, how, how, how is that? It's human. Like, it's... it's. I get... When, I, when I'm saying human, I'm saying, like, us. Like, if it's not you, it's... I mean, it is you in the... It's just how you how you want... how Like, what you're talking about in the context that you... Like, if I want to say that I did something, clearly I did it. But I'm saying, it, if, you are, if you want to look deeper into yourself, you can separate yourself from the I in that equation. Like, you are not... That's, that's what, like, meditation is. It's kind of getting rid of that sense of, like, I. Because, like, negative emotions... I think everything negative in your in your life is like a temporary space that your brain occupies it like is thrown into your consciousness and it comes from like thinking and meditation is kind of like 
getting rid of that barrier between like you, that mm-hmm. connection that you have to your thoughts that uh, that the feeling of like I am my thought like I, I am authoring these and creating these it's kind of getting rid of that and separating that so that you can see like do you, you, do you at least see the jump that you're making you though just, no <laughs> what do you where so I don't when, think when, it, I just think it's a sign it's a it's a jump that is not unlike that uh, doesn't that like is not without evidence and like logic and to, rationality behind it to, to be clear so so we're on, on on the same page with the listeners the the jump that I'm referring to is when if I'm going to to have a thought the the fact that my subconscious that's also me can't push those thoughts to me and that's still a, a part of me like the fact that you have to be on the foreground level conscious of everything that you're doing or that it's not you doing that no i think it i mean it, it's you but you have no control of those things so therefore there's nothing that your conscious has control over there's nothing that the observer of those things like if they're being created that's not if they're being created by those thing by those things inside of us, we don't have actual like age like choice in the matter uh, of like what those things are. We don't create those impulses. We don't create those thoughts. We just observe them and then act on them. I mean, I, or I don't. So I think like you can say that like you can choose to do one thing or choose to do the other. But I think no matter what you choose, both of those like choices are a product of unconscious behaviors in the mind that we don't like manufacture in any like real sense but every choice you make like let's talk about what a choice means if you're making a choice you're generally weighing different pieces of information like most most choices aren't made with zero uh information at all so you're you're generally taking information that you already know about different things, using that information to weigh or leverage different things against other things. Okay. And That's something that you can absolutely consciously where, do. But where's like the like freedom in that in when it's things that you still have no control over, like those like facts and stuff. And if one like decision like I think that's even le- that's even more of an example of lack of freedom if they're if it's because of unconscious things in the world, not in the world. To be to be clear, I, I think I wouldn't use unconscious outside of a very subjective uh, use. Okay, well, well I'm, that's I'm not, uh, unconscious. It's like yeah, okay, but go ahead. I'm just saying that if if you run into that situation where you have a choice, uh, you, you don't get to pick what happens with other people in your life, right? Like the, the third-party variables with friends or family or traumatic events, X, Y, Z, that happens, those all shape who you are. Those all push you towards different things, push you towards different theoretical decision-making processes. Um, and they, they, they do that without any control whatsoever. But where, where you do have control is that all those pieces of information are handed to you and laid on a, on a table plenty throughout life and you get to look at those pieces of information and make the decision on what what you're going to do with them it's not like the it's because there there's no vacuum there, there's zero vacuum for human decision human thinking that just doesn't exist but you're basically saying that if we put two people through near identical 
um, upbringings and expose them to near identical um, like events throughout their life, then when both of those people are placed with the same decision, dis- despite their brain types, they're going to, to make the, the same choice. I'm not saying, no, I think their brain types have a lot to do with it too. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying your genetics are a huge part of your, like, and like the, your, the chemistry of your brain is, I think it's both of those things in tandem. It's your, it's the things you're experiencing and like your, your upbringing and the circumstances of your life and your, like uh, your brain chemistry and your genetics and the, and like your, the, the, uh, both of those things, you, uh, they, like form what you do and like what your thoughts are but you don't form them you didn't shoot you don't shoot it them. just seems like a lot of scientific guesswork to me <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing it's there, super said this it's before. not guess, there's, guesswork there's at all. literally nothing in the world that we know less about than how our brain works i'm saying there is more from like subjective like introspection from no matter how we choose to examine these things and try to like and the experimentation that we do on them, this is far more proven than any other, like... Which is important. Is, I, I want to make sure I, I yeah, say I that. I think this what has the right most scientific grounding of anything else, of any other, like, theory that anyone could come up with. I don't fight that. I'd say that's, that's probably likely. However, um, it's, it's one thing to, to make theories relevant to like medicine and science and operate off those uh but just operating with this is a truth when you're taking so many leaps on understanding throughout the process it's it's just something that's it's a non-necessary conclusion to come to i I just think that we have such little information like we have a we have a, a crumb of the whole pie and we're we're saying that this is how it works it's yours and mine. We talk about it all like the time. All you can do with science—that's what you do. You you take the thing with the, with the most evidence and run with that because that's all you can do. We talk about this all that's the time. With accepting that y- it is. mine and your brain work as differently as brains can work, and I I think that for I'm I, I'm not saying that it. it this is a very difficult sense to get out. <laughs> I've never struggled this much to speak in my entire life. Um, I think that experiencing how other people think and being able to get out of that subjective bubble is, I mean, that would be insane. And there's just no way that we can even get perspective on something like that. And I, I think that's something. But does that, that mean that we shouldn't try? No, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. That just but means I think that that's you, what we're doing. So you're, but you're you're saying that I'm wrong instead of that you're right. That's like that's what you've I'm been saying. Setting you're wrong at. by any uh, like understanding of like science. <laughs> so yeah, but, like I'm saying I'm not saying that there's zero possibility for it to work a different way. I'm saying I'm operating off of a truth that makes sense. To me and I think multiple other people. <laughs> multiple other yeah, people. Yeah, I think like it's like the science world in general. I'm not saying that there's like I, I think there is a lot of like mystery in the human mind and there's like a lot of like empty space there and I'm open to that space of mystery being filled by almost anything. But I, I that doesn't mean that like I can't look at these like things that are truths to me and to like and just make sense and run with them as a fact that's what we have to do in life if we want to like function in society is we have to like 
like look at like take things with evidence and accept them as truth because there's no other option. We we don't have to to, to be clear if there's something that people think to be true and there's a theory on something it is not everyone's responsibility to accept that as a truth not saying that 100 percent of the time it's it's right to do that but there are definitely times where there is such a but lack you, of sufficient evidence to be able to point to, to conclusions but i think there's such a lack of sufficient evidence to point anywhere else well, that, but that's not how you make decisions. You you don't say, all right, well, we looked at this, and this really wasn't a great it conclusion. But we looked other places, and there wasn't anything it better. Be so I guess this If works. you're not basing it on faith, then it is. That is how it works. Otherwise, if, if you're forced otherwise you're... to come up with an answer, if it's binary and, if, and you're forced, then it's one thing to say, okay, this is this. But there's just nowhere near enough evidence. It's, it's like they looked... It, it that they did the research and they're like, all right, we have this. I think there's, there's so much. nothing else. There's really nothing else. Okay, I guess this is I it. I literally think all evidence points to it. I don't understand your like Such lack as... of evidence idea. Like I just think it may it it's the most evidence we can have on it. I think there are things there are like with our human understanding, there are things that are always going to be incomprehensible because it's it's fathom it's unfathomable but that the universe at this point is comprehensible to the extent that it is it's it's crazy that we have like used mathematics to figure out things about the universe and like that it's even understandable in that sense like as much as it is so i just think it is like natural and the like just the way that like humans function and how like science works, which is, is a science podcast, to th look at like things with evidence and uh, as and accept as a generally accepted. But the pieces as of, a generally accepted like stance on the reality of the situation. But the biggest piece of evidences that support this are are so loosely grounded. They 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 really are. They aren't. So the and. and Please jump over me if I say anything incorrect here. Uh, I, I implore you to. But the the biggest pieces of information are pieces of – are lacking of information. So it's in, – in situations like when I was talking about a catalyst, different events need something to start them. And our the, the thought process from, from what you're saying generally is that since we don't decide to put a thought in our head, that something else must be doing that. Not – is that something, generally except not something else? It's it's uh, your brain, but it is something else because you separate you from your brain. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, your uh, you as a consciousness, yes. Yeah, so it is something else. So if <laughs> again, if the evidence is that well, it's something else. I, I think that's like different ways of looking at it. That's different, like a different category that you're lumping. It's like shifting the subject almost. I'm not saying that like. These things, I'm not saying that I think you are your brain and that like, like you, it's just, unfortunately I can't, we don't have a vocabulary good enough for me to like really use anything but you, but I'm yeah. saying, I'm speaking of two separate things there. You clearly are your brain and your body and all these <laughs> things working in tandem, but I, I'm trying to elaborate with just by just saying, not just saying you, but saying you as a conscious being, <laughs> like 
as can, as the consciousness you, that you are, but you as can, the observer of those of those things. Again, our biggest uh, it's difference the, here is that you literally cannot exist as just that. That's an impossible yeah, that's, variable to isolate. Well, you, uh, well, it's not though. It is. It's just how it's like looking in subjectively. <laughs> but you, you. That's can, what you like have to. But do. you can't look in subjectively without becomes, the fucking brain part. Yeah. It's it's the whole deal. I. I 90% like if you if you look at any of our arguments it's just that I don't think that you could separate yourself from your from your brain you're that's just what, not like, different that's what like neuroscience is though neuroscience like, is not the separation it's it's exploring like the complexities of the brain and I, I don't think that's not you obviously your brain is creating that somehow and I don't think and uh, yeah I understand that that's mysterious and that it's 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 difficult for you to make that jump uh because of that like not direct, not direct like source of what you are as consciousness. But what you are as consciousness is mysterious. But we're observing that mystery for what we can. And I like clearly it is like crazy and like like the concept that you are like uh, that you are conscious at all and that you're observing these things. But what, what I'm doing is examining that and 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 like in in the any logical and rational way that I can and that like you know by, by doing that you you can still it's like you can examine a thing in the world without knowing everything that leads to that thing and how it is created like I don't understand consciousness at like a at like a real level of how it exists that's fucking unfathomable to me but I'm still observing what it is in its state which is you uh, your like under I don't know your your perception of the world of like of everything. It's interesting that it, well, so much of it is reliant on, and I know it's not necessarily the practical ability, but so much is reliant on the ability to at least metaphorically separate your consciousness from your brain. And I think it's really interesting that the things that rely most on that, the things that rely on your consciousness uh, being separated from the brain are religion <laughs> during yeah. ascension well, and all, all those types of things. Like I'm not those separating are... it from the brain, though. I'm separating it from certain functions in the brain. Your consciousness is your brain. But I think most of the like functions that we associate to the brain and what we do are a separate area. It might not even be area because of how complex and in like the brain is but just like these functions of the brain are separate from your observation of those functions it's it's just odd that you you we have this consciousness and it, it's something that we so vastly don't understand and you see it as an observer more than a controller like that's just really fascinating to me Again, we yeah. don't we don't know well, how I mean, consciousness how do you define consciousness. Like you have to have at least uh, an idea, like what you're going off of. Like I, I just think it's like it's how it's, almost, it's it? almost lazy to not uh, to not have an opinion on it just because we not a hundred percent of everything is clear. No, I think that's fair. What, how would you define consciousness? How I have been for the past like hour, just like your it's you, you are your, your memories, your is that... awareness. So you're of you're, those things. I, 
I guess the, I don't think memories necessarily either because those are like memories are betray you and they're fuzzy and they're like just like information stored in the brain and in your imagination of the retelling of those. So it's just not necessarily memory. It's not getting into the complexities yeah, but, of what memory is. But but I, I guess it was just interesting to me that you talked about your brain and your consciousness working in tandem at least at some level, and it the the most mysterious part about us the the thing that we're like pretty sure is the most us version of us you look at that is the thing that's just watching us do shit instead of the most us version of us the thing that's actually maybe controlling the things that we do but i'm not not always do you, do you at least think, I think that that's interesting like well i i don't think that like it's not like that's my permanent like de de definition of us i'm i, I think there are like truths for appropriate for every occasion and i can't and you don't like I'm not gonna like define us as that when I say that like I like got hit by a train like you, I'm just you it's depending on the context and like it's for the specific description of us as a consciousness I'm not saying that like we are not our minds and our bodies and, mm -hmm. and we are not doing all these things but you're saying we're not in control of the things yes but like like I said like I, I, this is not, this is, it's a concept that you just can't consciously, like, uh, practice and, and, like, live with, for, like, effortlessly. It's like an illusion that you have to buy into, and there's, I think there are objective and, and like, moral and scientific, all, all, there are these truths that are true, but they are appropriate for different situations and conversations like i'm not going to like say these things to like in everyday life but when we're having a conversation like this this is the you and the like description that i'm operating off of it's really hard with like language being as confined as it is but it's i don't know there's just nothing else based off of passiveness so like if if you if we're looking at life versus non-life, uh, every version of life that we're aware of operates actively. And that would be a version of life that we're aware of that operates passively, which is not an impossible thing. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, and, but unfortunately, the only one we can truly observe, the deepest way we can observe consciousness is because we are consciousness. So to really observe it, a lot of times we do have to look at it subjectively and look into ourselves and really concentrate and just think about like what it's like to think and what it's like to be us. Couldn't, couldn't like you say... You just really just sit for a little bit and, then, and just like try to feel what the feeling is of being you. Like that's how we can... That's like a way that we can... That, that's a lot of the way we have to examine consciousness and not necessarily always get the correct answer because of these illusions and because of these like... Things that like hinder us, and I don't know. Is there is there any reason to believe that we can um, actually experience consciousness, or like with, with how limited like our, our brain power? No, not somebody else's, our own. With with how limited our our brain power is, um, like I I would think that it's more likely that our brain is trying to understand what it is and maybe emulate the conditions of what we would assume something like that uh like would be like when i think of something like meditation you and i talked about meditation uh i don't know if i necessarily see it as connecting with 
like your consciousness. I you didn't define it like that, to yeah. be clear. Uh, I, I see it more as like your brain attempting to emulate what whatever that is. You know, it's attempting to emulate the most blank place. It's attempting to emulate the most conscious space. It's attempting to faux create these things. Like I'm not sure if we are actually capable of visualizing or uh, ever seeing, understanding our consciousness at all. It's just a pure limitation of the brain. But I think it's worthwhile to explore it. And, definitely, definitely. And I think that's like all that we're, I'm doing and that we're all doing. And I think that's just like, to, to really explore something, something you can't just like, you have to have like you have to you have to build baselines to like to you make it seem like I hate the scientific process I do not <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I, I don't like do. the process I, I I just wasn't a fan of the conclusion I I think it's very important to like build and and learn and and rebuild and relearn and continue to I don't know yeah. create a network of knowledge yeah is that the biggest fight that we've had today though. Being serious? Well, that one was that one was actually the debate, though. I think. You think the, the one we started with? Oh, that one was yeah. that the biggest fight? Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest fight we've ever had, definitely, though, right? Yeah, probably. What? What was? I think it was the lost. <laughs> was it the lost argument? I remember there in high school there was a point where we stood up at the lunch table and we were just screaming at each other. Oh yeah, we, was that the lost argument? I can't. I, yeah, I, that was. The, it might have been. Didn't we have? Didn't we have one about? Um, our math teacher wasn't there. Like... There was there was one about other Jupiter. <laughs> other that... Ju- what well, was other Jupiter about? I think you just you didn't understand negatives. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't understand two negatives making a positive. I, I have no idea what, how other Jupiter came into that. I, I don't, but I do I do remember being confused by that. If that makes, but there was that was what that was about. Is you and I were fighting about other Jupiter, me pro other Jupiter, and you <laughs> against. Other I Jupiter. don't. I still don't know what that means. That one, yeah, but that was kind of ridiculous. I think it was like the basis of something around that. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. I would, I would love, dude, if I could erase my fucking memory. With the the uh, snail mail argument. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had an argument Which on I what the definition of snail mail was. Yeah. Which you're still... You, you won the Twitter poll. Nobody says that, though. This motherfucker thinks that people are walking around all day saying snail mail, and when they say that, they mean regular mail. Like postage mail. Yeah, nobody yep. says that. I think that's 100% how people use snail mail. Nobody and I uses think snail everyone mail. else agreed for that. I've heard it way more than the definition you used it for. Which, which was? Uh, that it is... Just like it's regular mail relative to email, it was my definition. That was my definition. What your definition was that it was <laughs> it, your definition is that it had to take like seven business days. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> that's, really that's really funny. The um, fuck, what was I talking about? One of the websites that I used to ship, I don't know if it was USPS, but one of them had the option listed as snail mail, and it was like 10 to 15 days, and it was yeah. super fucking free. Uh, I think that's where I got that from. It makes a lot more sense, though. It definitely does. I lost. I lost because of origin of word. You made a Twitter poll, which I also lost. I voted twice for my answer. Nobody <laughs> else did. That was a shame. How about a little bit of a breath mint? You want to... So this is the third installment of a segment we like to call Ungoogleable. It's back, baby. And I was eating cereal the other night. And you know I'm very weird with food, right? 
I'm weird with moisture, I'm weird with texture, and the most affected moisture texture food is cereal. <laughs> so I've got a question that I wrote out and it makes sense, but I cannot figure out how to get the answer to it. I want you to help me, okay? Uh, does the temperature of milk affect the speed at which my cereal becomes soggy? Yeah, that, that does seem like one that's probably ungoogleable. That's like, a dick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... How do I figure this out? I know exactly what you mean. That's a perfectly valid question, too. I honestly don't know the answer to it. That's a perfectly valid question. Do not know how I would find an answer online. I don't even know where to fucking start. Because <laughs> you know that that would not have the results that you I wanted to. I, I definitely tried. Dude. Yeah. Oh, this is such a good show. I, this is such a good show. <laughs> a part of me thought that maybe it makes sense to me that if it's colder, it gets soggy uh, slower. Does that does that make sense to you, kind of? If it's colder... Because then the particles are moving slower. Yeah. And maybe it's not seeping. <laughs> I don't, we if it's cold enough, then it's like keeping the cereal frozen. That's true. So I guess that's almost the answer. There well, is a certain coldness. But I can't imagine warm milk making like things instantly soggy. Unless it's so warm. I think it's, <laughs> it's so warm that it melts it. <laughs> it's, it's possibly life's most interesting question. Wait, I, I immediately found... Uh, <laughs> I immediately found it in the Google. Bing! <laughs> Well, it came up with a someone asking this on Reddit. Explain it like I'm five. Uh, why does warm milk make your cereal soggy faster than cold milk? Is that real? And then <laughs> if you zoom in on any sub substance down to the molecules, you would see that the molecules constantly jiggling and bouncing around. <gasps> the warmer something is, the faster its molecules are bouncing around. Uh, when you mix cereal and milk, the various molecules in the milk, but mainly the water, start bouncing against the cereal molecules. And some of these bounces result in bond that's more flexible, <laughs> while other molecules make them make their way into small sp spaces in the cereal. The warmer the milk, the faster the molecular, uh, molecular bou bouncing, and the faster the penetration happens. Yeah. It's literally the last sentence of that. The faster the milk. That's what we should have Googled. Who the milk hell puts warm milk on cereal? <laughs> That's horrible. There's this, uh, you know, my night job, right? I get infinite free milk. The best benefit. I'm not telling people what my night job is. <laughs> <laughs> I get scared of a cow. <laughs> I'm a cow's cow. Infinite free milk. <laughs> cow's cow. Drinks your milk. <laughs> He gets infinite free milk too. It's a, it's cyclical. It's, it's, we had this discussion. You basically sixty nine others. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this is the this is the room you're gonna sixty nine uh, farm life. <laughs> and here's a glass of ice cold milk. Well, there's this freezer, and the back milk, the milk in the back of the freezer, always gives me a much more satisfying experience with my cereal. It, it, undeniably, if I pick from the back instead of the front, it always does. The only difference I can think of is that it's colder. Um, but I guess we have the answer now. Milk penetration is faster with a warmer liquid. Yeah, it, it makes it fills it up. It fills up that makes them dense and, and heavy and wet. I wonder. I hate soggy cereal. Oh, dude, I hate it too. That's why when I eat cereal, I eat so fast or just eat like Captain Crunch. Yeah, but there's also the there's the move where you can put just the amount of cereal in the bowl that your spoon can fit. 
That's what I do. And it takes me four hours to eat. <laughs> Seriously. So that's especially crazy. if I'm eating like Cocoa that's Krispies. Putting, that's putting milk in the bowl before cereal. That's insane. Yeah, that's what I do. No, man. What the fuck are you talking about? You're an insane person. <laughs> do you really put cereal first? Yeah. It's, look, if, if you're a SOG hater, how can you justify putting cereal first? I just eat fucking fast and it's... And it's, it's, it's you're better. one of those fuckers who drinks the milk afterwards, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good, if yeah, it's a good cereal. If it's a good cereal. <laughs> what's the what's the best cereal milk and then what's the worst cereal Ooh, milk? And do you ever put milk cinnamon in a toast, strainer and cinnamon, pour cereal over it into a cup below? Cinnamon Toast Crunch has some good fucking cereal milk. Cereal milk is disgusting. It's like hot dog water. You're like hot dog water. Hot dog milk is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the best cereal. Milk. So I wanted to bring up one more thing and then we're getting close to the end of the episode. Um... Oh, God, I've got so much. All right, so let's start You know what I like about this episode? What's that? Is that we just had, like, that was the most rational our free will debate has been. Ever? And, uh, Ever? There was a lot of actual, like, a decent debate and conversation. But to get to that, people have to listen through <laughs> the fucking, like, 25, 25 minutes, minutes of, of screaming yeah, at I'm each just other. Like, and, and also, like, <laughs> I feel like I woke up when we started talking about that. <laughs> Uh, but at the beginning, like I was also that was another thing where I was like, tired. I don't feel like I was on my toes. I don't feel like I don't feel like I was rational. I think you were right in that. Like <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember which thing you were right about. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a couple points in this episode we were both wrong, and I, I admit to most of them. <laughs> Me too. I, I, admit. <laughs> I fucking love you, man. This show hey, can keeps we, us can together. Can we both admit that at some point in this podcast we we were each individually idiots? <laughs> I wonder. That would be a really interesting total to see. Like a, a running number to keep on the website, just like who's been objectively right and wrong the most. Yeah. Had, has to be me wrong the most, right? I don't know. I've been, we, but we've also like, it's going to be a, a weird gray area when we say things half seriously and half yeah, like, that's true. Half just like, to be ridiculous. What's a joke and what's not? We'll have to hire an official or something. <laughs> the judge. Yeah, someone who like knows comedy is like, is that a joke? And or like, can we count it? Maybe. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this because this is important. I do like this episode now. I think we pulled it. This is <laughs> we a solid episode. <laughs> we did. We brought it. I didn't think we could. I was really worried. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> Because we're not tired to record another. We really know. But that's just that. That makes it even more magical. Is that it's 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 real. It's raw. This is also maybe the longest episode we've ever done. How how long have we been doing this? Uh, an hour twenty. I feel like early on we had a long some long episodes, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to look at it. We're at least close. Uh, here, here's this. I think that I want to. Oh, Cut out that first 20 minutes. <laughs> I might. I might. I might. We talked about it way too much. We're better about it. Um, why is it gross to spit or to put spit back into your mouth? And why don't <laughs> why don't we keep old I've spit? I've never seen anyone do that ever. <laughs> no, like if you, you've seen people like spit in the air and catch in their mouth or like do the no, thing. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> What about the thing where, you know, the, the guy, it's like the high school bully from the 80s. He lets the spit draw down the, the long string of spit over the guy he's about to punch, and then he sucks it back in his but mouth. But I don't think that's gross because he sucks it back up. I think it's gross because he's, like, got a long thing of spit about to hit someone in the face. Do you think when it's he sucks that back up, back. that's not gross? No. It's not as gross as spitting it out initially. All right, but let, here, here's I mean, an example of something you have to find gross. I please hope you find this gross. Uh, you spit in a Gatorade bottle until it's full. <laughs> and then drink it. And then drink it. 
That's fucking disgusting. Right. So that's gross. Why is that gross? Because then you're actively choosing to like put saliva, put like spit. But it's always there. Because you're drinking spit though. (laughs) I don't choose to drink spit. I have no choice. (laughs) That's what happens when you swallow. But like, I'm not gonna like. And also, it's. I feel like the taste is gonna change when it's exposed to air. Yeah. And like, and also whatever the inside of a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, it was great. Gatorade residue. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, is that grape spit? I uh, I thought that it would be a good idea to have like prominently flavored spit, like there's saliva. It's like it's like old banana flavored carbonated <laughs> spit. It's just like Lacroix. Yeah, that's what Lacroix is. Yeah, Lacroix is someone who like yeah, they eat a bunch of fucking grapes and then spit into a bottle as, as carbonation. Carbonated spit is the most disgusting thing I can think of. But visually, do they have, do they have bottled Lacroix? I know, just cans. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm an expert. I do want to look at, I, just to make sure you're not the CEO of Lacroix. Whoever makes Lacroix, <laughs> the CEO boy of Lacroix, you think? I just thought it would be a good idea, because oh then God, we can cure disgusting. dry mouths. To. Oh yeah, that doesn't look great. Look at that, some great. bottles of Lacroix. They're, they do have bottles. These of are Lacroix. glass. Those yeah, are these all cool. look glass actually. Oh, this one is like a two liter. Anyway. A two liter of Lacroix is weird. <laughs> How many times have you had a dry mouth? And wished that you had a little bit of spit on you. Ooh, and how many times have you had extra spit so that you can save up and make sure... Cottonmouth is horrible. Cottonmouth is horrible. You agree with that. Mm-hmm. And there are moments in life where you're like, wow, my mouth is really running more than it needs to. Well, then I guess I'm not... I, I, I would prefer water. <laughs> <laughs> a nice cup of water will do. I'm not like, anyone got any spit? Anyone got a cup of spit? Use pickups. Yeah, because you always hear people say that they have a dry mouth, not that they're low on spit. <laughs> you want to see someone with a dip in, and they have a spit cup, and they're spitting into it, and just go up to them and be like, "You gonna, you gonna, can I have that after you're done with it?" Motherfucker, my mouth is dry. I'm a oh, little that's bit gross. Yeah, <coughs> it's not. It's not that gross. It's just like imagine it in a spray container. If it's, it's less someone gross else's if it's, spit, no, if it's your spit, because you yeah, save it during the winter. Still, <laughs> During hibernation. Still gross. What if instead of drinking it was a spray bottle, like you spritz it on your tongue? That's less gross, weirdly, right? Why is that less gross? I mean, it's not the grossest thing. Like, but it's not. I wouldn't choose to do it. <laughs> I guess that was the question. Would you choose to bruise? <laughs> you have a need for speed. <laughs> um, this episode is something fierce. <laughs> it's definitely something. I'm. I'm also mad. Looking at my notes, that you didn't like my human guitar thing. I don't understand it. That one's that one's too that one's too uh, wacky. That one's just it's less. I thought that was the one we were gonna fight about, but I also think that it's less complex than the first question I asked you. <laughs> I'm gonna ask it again. If there were a human <laughs> guitar, but it could speak, what part of the song would it sing along with? The lyrics or the chords? Assuming that the that the chords are the mouth of the guitar. Well, see, this is why I don't. This is why I don't do a, a quick answer, because. If I would have quick answered that initial question, you'd be like, "All right." But if I, but I quick, I did answer this one. I said it would make chords, and you just fought me on it. <laughs> I, I did. Well, I think it's because I think it's the other way. I think I think it would still sing. So there's a, a guitar that's alive. Was it? It's singing chords though, not not lyrics. Is that what we're talking about? So 
it has to make a noise. You know when when a song's playing in the car. So like me and the, oh, and this, so it could it could be just singing like notes, but it's still a vocal, a sound of a, of yeah. a mouth as it yeah. comes to sound. Yeah. Misunderstood the initial question. I <laughs> thought I thought you were like you were like strumming his belly and then you singing the lyrics to Smells what? Like Teen Spirit. But <laughs> all right, but no, but it's no, like, this is like me and him are in my Jeep, <laughs> and he's the passenger seat. We're, well, then it just depends on what the vocal cords are made out of. Is it guitar strings or is it human vocal cords? Mmm. Mixture. 50-50. Ooh, actually, are there guitar strings? So uh, there's two different ways for this to work bi- biologically. Yeah. Biologically. So they get their tummy. It's got strings tummy on strings it. Tummy strings. And then the, the and belly then button. And a hole. The belly button, yeah. It's, it's just, just a big hole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Halloween costume. And then they're like, they're hollow. <laughs> There's, there at least there's, there's, that is an important part of this. They have to be hollow. hollow. Their neck is really long and has strings on it. So they're actually, are they actually strumming strings, or you just like patting their belly and then they're singing? I guess in my mind, it was inside if of their throat. Strings. So the strings are also. Yeah. And then they're letting them out of their mouth. Yeah. Well, so, so it was like, the same motion either way, because they don't have to strum. It's just like, are they going to open their mouth to sing, or are they going to open their mouth to boom? But how do you play it? Uh, they've got a if tongue the, inside of their throat, halfway down, strums. Okay, but are you doing? Are you forming chords on like their neck or something? I, I mean, I'm not doing. I'm, I'm driving. I know you're not doing. I'm driving. It. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's like a grip. You know, you can flex your neck. Maybe it's like different neck flexes. Then at what point is this a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, they have boobs. <laughs> That's a human thing. <laughs> We've added to it. I just thought it would be interesting if I were driving in the car and I look to my right and it's this human guitar hybrid and I'm playing like a Manchester Orchestra song. I listened to Pride on my way here today. Great song. Great build up. Are they going to be screaming the words or are they going to be going bow, bow, nah, nah, bow. <laughs> That's also a fun part. Like which would they choose? <laughs> I guess they probably have the option for both. And they can simultaneously go back and forth. I, it just depends on how you structure <laughs> this half-man, half-guitar biologically, like how this is working. That's, there's no real answer because you're creating a fictional thing. Brother, if you're going to bring a character to the thing, you better have him fleshed out. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Poorly Educated, episode 53. Is it? Yeah. You know what we should do for episode 100? We should redo this episode. Get a script and remake it <laughs> as a special tribute to the show. Word for word, but fight longer. <laughs> fight longer. That's the title of this episode. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you to 42 Coffee for sponsoring. Go to fortocoffee.com slash nothing. That's right. Just fortocoffee.com. Use our code DRIVE20 for 20% off. Check out the Drive-By Dogs collection. If you like us, you can find some of our other shows there. Fighting less, talking about things like advice, geek culture, maybe fighting more. We'll figure it out. The Drive-By Dogs collection on your favorite podcast provider. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon.